You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I had an amazing conversation with Morgan Lander and S.J. Jones about Kitty Pig. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers!
Welcome to a new episode of the Unsolicited Opinion Metal Podcast. That was Heave, Blood, and Die with the track True Believer from the album Post People, released this past February 5th. And I am very excited for my guests of this episode. I've pretty much been obsessed with this band for the past week or so. I'm happy to welcome Mir from Norway. How are you guys doing today? Hi, we're great. Hi. We're great, thank you. Great, thank we're you. freezing our asses off uh, up here in Norway, but uh, we're good. <laughs> That's uh, completely different to what I'm experiencing right now. It's about yeah. 89, 90 degrees over here. So what, what's that in Celsius? <laughs> oh, I have no idea, but it's pretty hot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty warm. 100 is uh, the 37 degrees Celsius. Yeah. Okay. So it's yeah. Pretty, so here pretty, it's like 20 degrees Celsius minus. Oh, God, no. That's, no. No, I wouldn't but be he, able to deal with that. No. <laughs> Maybe we're, white, we're, we're Vikings, so we're, we're <laughs> <in Manatee. Yeah. laughs> Awesome, awesome. So I have Johanna, Knut, yep. Matt, and Avid yep. uh, with us uh, today. And uh, I want to thank you guys for accepting the invitation. Uh, it's truly an honor to have you guys here. It's, as a fan of music and, and, and as a musician myself, it's great to listen to the kind of music you guys are doing. And and your last record, Playing House, has been has impacted me greatly this past couple of weeks. Where every day I have a new favorite song. So again, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much. That's uh, that's just awesome to hear. We've been sitting on this album for so long, so it's such a relief to get it out in the world and also to get feedback from amazing people like you who like it. So uh, yeah, it just warms our hearts very much. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much. All right. So before we go ahead and start talking about the album, I want to, I want to go ahead and, and do like quote unquote, the boring questions. I want to know how you guys uh, formed, how exactly came out the idea to make the band and, and start playing the music that you guys are currently playing. Yeah. So uh, I guess uh, five out of no six out of eight members actually went to, to high school together okay. so Ivan, Johanna, Mats and Åsa our violin player all went in the or was in the same class and I like was like 15 years ago so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and also Ola our piano player was my piano teacher at uh, at high school oh, and nice. um, uh, yeah. uh, Morten the bass player he is uh, me and Ivan's neighbor so we're really a tight-knit uh, gang we're eight people uh who've been playing together for a long time uh, yeah, our first uh, we released an ep back in 2012 that's our first recording uh yeah. as with another name back then yeah. um but ever since then we've just been um, developing our sound and now we're here <laughs> yeah we've been the same uh same lineup since then and uh, that's nice. i think that's really cool to be for sure you know the gang is still together after mm. all <laughs> after all these years and it's a big part of our sound as well that we yeah. are eight different people with different influences who come together to make something um that's that's us so yeah of course of course yeah it, it makes sense i mean uh First of all, it makes sense that you guys are like close together because whenever you have a band more than I would say more than five people in the band, it's usually a little bit of a, of a complication, you know, trying mm -hmm. to like the communication and just to make sure that we uh, everyone it's tied in together with with the not only the musical aspect, but the responsibilities that are within the band. But not only that, the fact that you guys are in the same lineup uh, since you started, it's it's 
definitely something that influences and impacts your music as you move along because everyone's moving together towards mm -hmm. that that sound. And I think uh, playing house definitely. I mean, it's it's interesting because if this is not your peak, I'm very interesting to know what's going to be your peak sound. I think it would be like I Ivan I know has a, and me too has a secret dream of uh, you know getting to play with a, a symphony orchestra. orchestra. Yeah. That would be Ooh, that's that would like be awesome. dream, you know, to yeah. do an album with a symphony orchestra. So I guess that would be our peak. <laughs> <laughs> we'll But see. you guys at the moment you have two uh, string instruments, uh, violin and viola, or just violin? No, two. Violin and viola. Osa plays the violin and Ingvild plays the viola. So that's also very impactful on our sound. So we have the orchestral uh, thing always like in yeah, some it's, it's sense in all of our songs. And also that a lot of us are classically trained, both both um, string players are classically trained and also Uwe on the piano is a great classical pianist as well as a great gospel pianist. <laughs> yeah. Or he can yeah. do anything. And he also, it's actually an Easter egg on the vinyl he has made um, a little, uh, what do you call it? Ah, you have to just. Uh, you have to, yeah. You have to list it. It's I. It's uh, yeah. I can give a hint. It's ragtime. So it's a little Easter egg there. So it's a hidden. It's a hidden, hidden track. track. Hidden yeah. track. Hmm. I need to get to that. Everyone should. It, anyone that listens to this album needs to get this vinyl for that hidden track. Just just yeah. because I need to listen to more Mir. I need more. <laughs> for sure. And, and it's awesome because I also you know you guys are talking about potentially your peak being with an orchestra, but I also, you guys have very interesting vocal arrangements as well. So maybe having like a choir would yeah. be an awesome mix to it. And it would somehow, somehow would make the music even more epic. And I say somehow because it's already epic enough. So it's, <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah, sure. We, we love singing uh, together and also what you can make out of that. So that's something we are going to work on in the music we're making now. We're on our next album, there will be even more choir. Yeah, that's also something yes. that's really impactful live when all the band members are singing together. So I think that's uh, something we will we'll work on when we're writing new music. And when you say that you all band members sing together, you mean all eight sing in, in, those, yeah. in those parts? Yeah, uh, yeah. at least yeah. Uh, live and on. At least live, yeah. yeah. And I think everyone is singing on the record. Yeah, more or less. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, that makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah, it, it goes to a point where, you know, it's my favorite track, which we're going to listen to after the interview. My favorite track is She Goes and, uh, yeah. you know, specifically the chorus part. You guys yeah. are doing some Queen Bohemian Rhapsody stuff in there, you know? <laughs> yeah. And it, it, that's awesome. I remember when we were recording that, uh, we uh, had just hired a rehearsal uh, space in a sort of rehearsal hotel in Oslo. Mm -hmm. And we were just uh, shouting uh, our guts out, uh, <laughs> and then we heard suddenly a lot of people laughing out on the hall. Yeah. <laughs> it was That's... supposed to be soundproof, but uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you guys were shouting. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. So now that we're talking about this, uh, let's talk influences. Uh, I, I hear a lot of school, uh, old school prog, and uh, but I, I somewhere I read somewhere that you guys, I'm not sure if you guys actually call yourselves or I just read it. You, you are classified under prog pop, which is very interesting, but it makes sense. Uh, but I feel I feel like you guys have like a variety of, of influences. There are like kind of all, all over the place. Can we talk a lot a little bit about this? Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah um, 
it's quite hard to answer actually because we had on top of the most uh, conscious uh, approach yeah, to it. Uh, about inspirations but uh, you know we have uh, eight different people with very different tastes so it's mm -hmm. all like a big melting pot for us really yeah and we really don't have any rules when we come together to make music uh, uh, we don't uh, go like now we're going to make a rock song or a mm -hmm. prog uh, song it just uh, really emerges from an idea uh, but but that being said, I guess uh, a big driving force, I guess, is uh, we started out as a duo with Ivan and Johanna, and still we find those like jazzy chords that mm -hmm. we started with as a duo when you, they made kind of like poppy, uh, jazzy pop covers, stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. we still have, you know, these jazzy chords are really uh, so core. I think what uh, unites our music is uh, the harmonics. The harmonics. Are yeah. often, you know, we have these uh, seventh and ninth chords, and uh, you know, Chris Elve, what's that in Sharp Eleven? Okay, okay. But but also it can it can be like a mixture of uh, of uh, bands we played. Uh, me and Ivan, for example, uh, on high school we played like Opeth and uh, awesome. yeah, Dream Theater and uh, Porcupine Three, and I think. Many of those bands also uh, is a part of our influence because even though we don't think about it when we rehearse, I think it's um, it, it's uh, lying there uh, and it's a uh, part of our background. Mm. And I think when I when I um, make a drum track, I like uh, maybe I can uh, think of uh, Neil Peart from mm -hmm. Rush if I can listen to it or uh, afterwards. So so I think. For me, uh, I have many, uh, like many of my idols are people like Mark Portnoy or Neil Peart, but also many jazz drummers mm -hmm. uh, and many Norwegian bands is, uh, is a quite, so it's, it's a big mashup, but I think many, many bands also can uh, be from like the more harder stuff, you know, mm -hmm. like Dream right. Theater, for example. Mm -hmm. Even though we don't sound like them, it's it's still there, uh, the, like some influence from them. For sure, and I'm and I'm glad you mentioned Opeth because Opeth yeah. is my is my favorite band. So, uh, yeah, it, and also Pain Pain of Salvation. I forgot to. Nice, nice. Yeah, Opeth was the last concert you went to, Ivan. Before. Yeah. Uh, yeah, me too. Me too. Actually, I, I saw them in wow. New York last year. That was my oh, last awesome. concert. Awesome. So, um, yeah, I, I definitely hear that. I'm, I'm like, when whenever I went to, I, I don't know, I think it was like the 10th time I heard the album, I was like, I need to understand or, or see if I can actually, uh, you know, compare the influences in some way. And like I said, there's some things that like specifically the, the vocal arrangements remind me of, of Queen and that Night at the Opera uh, era. But at the same time, there are some things that kind of remind me a little bit of King Crimson, specifically when you guys are like doing this crazy odd timings, like uh, there's the, the last part or, or not the last part, the one, the, the part that goes before the last uh, or the ending part of lay it down where you guys are doing like a super crazy. <laughs> I have no idea what you guys are doing, how actually you guys were able to make it happen. Can, can, <laughs> can you talk a little bit about that part specifically? I, I'm very curious about that. Uh, to be very specific, um, before I wrote that part, 
we were playing a David Bowie show, uh, the four of us and a couple of other guys. And Mats and uh, the bass player on that show, Simon, had this thing from another band they were playing in where they always wanted to play the 16th after the beat. We had this, uh, ah, ah, ah. Yeah. And I just uh, wanted to take that to the fullest and uh, see how far I could uh, go. But, uh, yeah. Uh, that part is, is something we've rehearsed. Every it's, it's rehearsal kinda... we have, we <laughs> just end up doing that because... It's so hard. Yeah, it's kind of boring for me and do have that. Okay, here we go again. <laughs> part of that uh, Meshuga thing where we have not to uh, not to take Meshuga and us. And we're not uh, we're not in that uh, particular uh, path, but you know, playing straight and have this uh, where the uh, where the bass drum hits and uh, guitar riffs uh, underneath that like yep like straight uh, group. That's a that's a really cool thing, and you can uh, and these sixteen notes there. It's like uh, really the groove is four 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 and straight, but yep. underneath it's it's lying there. So that's you got you can actually headbang to it without like having this weird headbang, <laughs> <laughs> having like a seizure of what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so that's a kind of I think a little bit, little bit about the sugar uh, yeah. in these yeah. these kinds yeah. of things. Uh, I've heard people comparing it to the the music for Westworld, actually. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Makes sense. And I also hear a little bit Pennsylvania in the melody there, uh, mm -hmm. like uh, some some influences from them, like uh, only the, the lyric, uh, the tone lyrics or mm -hmm. something. Yeah. Yeah, for so sure. I think oh, it's yeah. really about the, like, uh, the mix of feeling of real control and chaos at the same time oh yes <laughs> yeah yes. Yeah. also yes. when i was recording it it was started out uh, quite simple with just a guitar and some piano and it was added more and more and in the end we were sitting there with uh, a detuned five-string bass running through an amplifier with uh, just church burning lots of gain <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think the only the, the part that actually gets me for some reason because i'm I, I play prog. I, I don't, I'm not really theoretically, I'm not like, uh, you know, I, I understand timings. So I just go by what I'm, what I'm listening to and then I'll, I'll just start doing the groove. Mm. But in that specific part, the only thing that really gets me like, okay, I get where they're going is the, the strings. When the violins start kicking in, that's where, mm. okay, I get the rhythm and then the drums come in and I'm like, nope, I'm done. <laughs> I just I just sit down like okay I don't understand this is awesome but I understand what what's happening it's, it's amazing and then you guys come back to the chorus one more time just to you know like it, it's like I, I I'm going to say it's like a fuck you you know like this is this part is a complete chaos and then we're gonna end up that chaos with something beautiful and it's yeah. it's amazing the track was always meant to be the last uh, track and they have this uh, kind of uh, thought going that uh, if people think it's too much then they'll just kind of turn it off and they didn't miss that much <laughs> yeah <laughs> well I, I i to be honest i i love the way the album is already it's it's you know placed like the tracks actually complement each other and and the order is great because like for example you start you started with picking up the pieces which has a really amazing hook in the chorus and i love the the vocals like uh johanna your vocals there are like probably one of my favorites and i i think 
uh, after I heard the album for the first time, She Goes was the one that stuck with me. But then when I came back to picking up the pieces, I was like for three, four hours just singing that, picking up the pieces part. Mm. And, and, and it's awesome. And then you go to Beehive, which is like uh, that gassy thing you guys were talking about. And it's very haunting and very interesting. And then the rest of the album, you know, like I said, I have a, fa a favorite track every day. I think today was Honey. Like I've been listening. Yeah. I heard the album like four times before I, I, I was talking to you guys. Today. Wow. <laughs> That's amazing. So, so yeah. Um, so talking about the the album specifically, um, can, can you tell us, I mean, we, we already talked about a little bit about specifically Lay It Down, but In general, how do you guys sit down and start doing the process of composing your songs? It varies a lot from song to song, actually. Uh, sometimes uh, one of us just uh, sits uh, in his own studio and uh, makes more or less uh, the skeleton of a finished track. And sometimes we just come up with everything on uh, rehearsal. We have had some uh, workshops uh, together. Uh, me and Knut, we are uh, sister and brother and we Uh, grow, grew up in the forest of uh, Tongin and <laughs> in uh, in Norway, and uh, so our mom has a house in the in the forest. You can actually see that house in the, the across the ocean video. That's a festival at oh. our uh, our um, childhood home. But we have uh, had some um, workshops where we have maybe a weekend or uh, four days where we come together and uh, and work very collectively when we write songs at least on this album uh, so some of the songs were totally written together there and some of the other songs uh, uh, were yeah maybe Ivan has made almost like the whole idea and then we pieced it together and come up with uh, uh, with new melodies and new parts yeah. when we come together so it's it varies as Ivan says a lot from song to song yeah Yeah, it was really interesting to see if everyone can actually piece together what songs have been written, like, yeah, in what way. Like. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's a very funny, funny thing uh, with some of the songs, like You Were a Drum, and it was uh, me and uh, Knut, the vocalist, and uh, and a viola, uh, and a violin. Uh, it was the four of us. Uh, we, we, we had a rehearsal where we We were supposed to be more people, but it was only us, and we had <laughs> a night this uh, this uh, chords, and I was just thinking about uh, yeah maybe I'll play uh, a Bernard Purdy shuffle groove like the uh, Rosanna type groove, but mm -hmm. only in uh, from Toto, but only yep. in uh, 2316. Um, yeah, what do you call it? Tuck, tuck, uh, measure. Measure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, 2316 measure, measure. Yeah. And, and with this course over yeah yeah but but the, the funny part is that uh when people some people uh, listen to it now they don't think about that no one has commented on it yet no one has commented that's so weird because it's really this odd time signature there but uh but um yeah i guess i guess it's it has a flow that makes it not uh, that uh yeah abrasive Yeah. yeah, so I think that's important to us as well that we don't want to make things that just sound very complicated and uh, like smart music. It has to work emotionally and just flow. Yeah, intuitively. Intuitively, yeah. yeah. And I think that's where you guys nail it, really. Yeah. I think that's what makes Thank it you. very interesting because specifically talking about you were a drum, like 
you have this very complicated drum beat and then the vocals on top of it, which is like very jazzy again. It's very jazz. And, but the vocals are also having a rhythm pattern that are like kind of counterpoint to what the drums are doing. And, but at the same time, they mix together very well. And, and I think, you know, again, it's very interesting because I, I've showed your album to different people and, and I like to show songs and music to people depending on their mood. So you guys have like a very wide variety of songs within the album. And depending on the person who I'm showing the album, I'm like, hey, listen to this track. Hey, listen to this track. <laughs> and uh, I, I know for a fact, I have a friend that, that told me that she heard you were a drum. And she said like, she, she said like after the, the listen to the album, actually, she felt like a goddess. And, and it's very interesting to know how you guys portray this into like you guys are doing very complicated music. But again, like you said, it's very emotionally it makes sense. So I, I think, again, you guys nailed it. You made it work. Oh. And congrats for that. Oh, thank you. You don't know how happy we are to hear that. That's <laughs> yeah. just great. That means so much to us. Yeah. That's awesome. And now I want to talk about lyrics because I know and I, I mean, I haven't been able to find the lyrics online, but Again, I've heard the album so many times that I think I already know all of them. Um, <laughs> there's there's some very interesting uh, lyrics in there where I then this is my my personal uh, you know perspective about it. You guys can tell me if, if I'm right or not or wrong. But there's some lyrics where I, I capture a little bit of cynicism, like uh, you know you're trying to deal with someone that doesn't really want to be with you. But at the same time, there's a lot, a couple of lyrics that were kind of go to the positive aspect. And there's some other stuff where you guys are kind of telling a story. Lyric wise, were you guys, were you guys trying to do like something in specific going for a specific, uh, uh, you know, what was the word? Uh, concept. Were you trying to go for a specific con uh, concept or were you just trying to talk about different yeah. topics at the same time? I don't, yeah. I don't really know that. Uh, we went for a concept like uh, uh, we had it as a plan but it sort of emerged by itself and I, I can see it more clearly now that the album is finished uh, that it feels like uh, it it, it uh, all all the songs kind of uh, they're connected they're, connect yeah. they're connected in some way and we have when we worked on it we talked a lot about um, like duality and uh, Uh, a lot of the songs are are they come in sort of pairs that they they belong together like two songs mm -hmm. like beehive and honey they they are similar both in melody and also uh, even though they're quite different songs you can hear that the chorus is like almost the same melody and uh, there I tried to uh, to make sort of the same story or the same uh, uh, Topic. Uh, the same topic, but from uh, uh, the different perspectives of uh, maybe of uh, a relationship. Um, but we also like it to keep it a little bit open, and it's so uh, great to hear when people listen to it and get their own uh, images from it, and uh, and it really connects with people. That's just uh, <laughs> it's so amazing. But we. We work, uh, I write maybe most of the lyrics, but we, me and Knut, we work together. And yeah. you, Knut, all, all, uh, very often come up with like words and ideas. Just Pretty yeah. catchphrase guy. Yeah, yeah I, I <laughs> usually like, I think it's fair to say that I make 
like hooks. I'm like yeah. the uh, hooky person. I'm like, <laughs> you're a hooker. <laughs> <laughs> and and, nice. all, <laughs> and uh, often the like the melody and the words come together like across the ocean. It just mm-hmm. came like. Uh, uh, oh, that's a beautiful song. Across the ocean is so beautiful. Oh, yeah, song. thank you. And uh, I think uh, so. And Johanna has to make sense of these words that just pop out of my brain. <laughs> sometimes at least but i think uh, a phrase that kind of sums up a lot of the feeling at least i get from the lyrics on the record is are you there to hold me are you there to hold me down so it's always this ambivalence to the album uh, so even the more hopeful tracks like across the ocean is kind of a celebration but at the same time the the, the i person in the song is still stuck Mm-hmm. It's, it's dreaming of this land that uh, the person probably will never get to. You know, it's just a fantasy. And so, and also in picking up the pieces, for me, it's about pretending everything's okay when it absolutely is not. Mm-hmm. Um, and because that's what uh, playing house when all the wolves are at our door means for me, at least. It's like uh, playing house, you know, pretending you're adults when you're. Uh, when you're kids <laughs> yeah playing mother father and child and uh yeah so so that ambivalence really goes uh, with a lot of the songs also child has like these dark undertones yeah the war around you you know just uh, don't uh, just close your eyes and try to sleep for a minute and you'll deal with everything bad tomorrow so um yeah i think that's if there's a concept it's that it's the but the, and the lyrics, uh, uh, they come also from the music, from the sound of the song. They have to match that because we, uh, we, uh, we. I don't think we've ever started with a lyric and made a song out of that. Okay. Uh, it mostly comes from. I need to get the feeling of, yeah. of the, of the sound, and yeah. then uh, the words come out of that, and the story comes out of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. I, I think it'll, there's a lot of a lot of bands that prefer that way. At least I know that for for a fact that my bands, the ones I'm, I'm in, um, we really like to write the music and then go by and lyric wise, we, we'll go back by what the the ambience and the feeling of the song feel uh, liz, uh, here's like. Um, now I want to I want to I want to dissect a little bit uh, what you guys talk about. Uh, this lyrics because like for example across the ocean are you are you talking about a specific place is there any specific place that you know you would like to reach or personally any of you would like to just eventually reach uh, yeah so yeah i wrote the most of the lyrics for that one and uh, so no i it's anywhere but here anywhere but here yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, and also it's kind of about transcending in some way, got it. To something, something else, you know, escaping. And, but especially now, it feels really. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Everyone's just stuck, and we would love to go <laughs> play everywhere. Of so, course. Um, yeah. And actually, as to be re- honest, it's kind of um, not to be too dark, but it's <laughs> in a way like a death wish across the ocean. It yeah. yeah. Dark, but. It, it's a little bit of that in it, you know, uh, that the, oh, can I just let go and go someplace? It's a, go to paradise. 
Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so, it was just that yeah. inner longing that for something bigger, something more, maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, for sure. And um, in playing and picking up the pieces, I'm sorry, and picking up the pieces, I love, I love the chorus specifically where it says, uh, "Are we feeble? Are we fever dreaming?" Uh, and we're still picking up the pieces. I, I don't know. It, it, there's that specific uh, part reminds me of stuff that has happened personally in my life. So I kind of like, you know, I, I resemble and I resonate so much with that with that line. Um, not sure you were you were talking about, you know, being in the dream of being kids but pretending to be adults. Um, how how how. Is, is that the specific message between it? Or, uh, I, I mean, you, you guys talked about being open depending on, on whatever people perceived uh, uh, from it. Yes, but I don't think it's actually about being children and playing. I think it's more about uh, toxic relationships. Like right. relationships mm-hmm. where you pretend to be okay. And I've also yeah. thought about that song in, a, in like a bigger sense, like in society. Um, mm-hmm. just like in the state we are now when things uh, sometimes can feel are just falling apart all yeah. around um, also like climate change that we why are we just living uh, why are we living the way we do and like yeah pretending everything is fine it's like doing nothing to make or doing make something difference. some things happen here there's a movement of people suddenly and yeah it was just um ah it's uh, it's difficult to describe <laughs> in words i think it the song says it better but yeah it mostly comes from a feeling that yeah you know that's that's the way with music uh, it has to just resonate something that sometimes you can't put into words uh, in the conversation but maybe in the song so yeah, yeah makes sense and then somehow you make people feel stuff about it and make them think about what you guys are trying to say or what you guys are saying so it's it's very interesting awesome um now uh let's talk about i want to talk about before we we're almost in the end uh i wanted to talk about and ask you guys what is your favorite track of the album and why you can go we can go one by one yeah i i would think uh, i would say my favorite part is probably honey because I just uh, I love singing it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. uh, and uh, yeah, I like how that one turned out um, with the synthesizer and uh, everything. Just I, I think it's cool and it's different. So that's smooth. I think yeah. that's my favorite. What about you guys? I guess I would have to say maybe picking up the pieces. The sort of became my baby because uh, we were really struggling with it in the studio and wondering if we had to cut it. But we just pushed oh, wow. through and it uh, became awesome. So uh, yeah, thank God that happened. <laughs> <laughs> What about you, Mats? Yeah, for, for me, it's uh, it's um, uh, it changes a lot. But uh, now it's uh, you were a drum, I think. Because, okay. Uh, because I think yeah, it does, uh, it does it's a about drum. It's about drum. Yeah, it's a very fun uh, song to play. Uh, for me as a drummer, uh, and I have started to get the flow in it, but it's also uh, the chord changes there. It's mm-hmm. like really simple uh, pop changes, but but at the same time it's it's 
it reminds me of some Irish, some some Irish uh, tune or blessing yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, it has this uh, dreamy uh, landscape. And when uh, when you listen to it on the album, also when the when the uh, all all mash up in the in the end there, it's really a dreamy song and an easy pop song with the with a weird drum groove. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, like uh, I I think it's. Uh, but uh, like for one week ago, it was speaking out to pieces, but it changes. So, yeah. <laughs> I feel you. I, I feel the same way. Like every day I wake up, okay, which is going to be my favorite song from the album? <laughs> <laughs> That's so cool. What about you, Knut? Um, I think we, I mean, we're talking about uh, babies and or mm-hmm. I got two babies and it's across the ocean and child. So it's between those songs for me. <laughs> now we're just... we. All of us have said the favorite that maybe is the song that we have made the most. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so it's our babies, but yeah, our babies. Yeah. So, but I, I really, I think it really, I really love across the ocean and also the way we um, when it um, modulates and when we get the polyphonic uh, feeling at the end. That's just really. It's, it tickles my music bones. <laughs> really, nice. Uh, but I don't really like doing it live, but I really love it. I really like making it. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. So, well, thank you so much for sharing this uh, view. So I'm going to listen to all the songs again and going to apply your perspective on it and then try <laughs> to somehow understand it. Um, what's what's next for Amir? What what do you guys are working on? I, I know you guys said at the, at the beginning you guys are working on new music, but uh, referring to specifically to playing house, is there anything else you guys are working on? Uh, obviously, we're not having live shows, but is there any live performance you guys are planning? Yeah, we are actually planning a concert in our hometown, town Hamar. We were supposed to do it in January when the album came out, but we had to postpone it. Uh, but we hope we will be able to do it in March, actually. Awesome. Uh, so in some parts of Norway, it's okay to play concerts. Um, oh, and maybe there will be a live stream. Yeah, we are looking into making a live stream from, from that concert. So, um, yeah. That's uh, that's the plan. We hope that Norway will open up a little bit on the concert scene this summer and in the fall. And we just love to go all over the world, yeah. uh, of course. But um, but uh, that's so uh, that's a good thing about the internet that we can connect with people. And we hope uh, and we hope to play in England at Summer Sand Festival or Wales uh, in uh, in October. But uh, that was postponed uh, from 2020, and we don't know with 2021. But uh, it, it would be uh, would have been awesome. So, so we we'll, cross we'll our fingers. See. But we, uh, I, I think, think, think we would like to like to a single maybe uh, or an EP this uh, this spring, and working on the next album. We used like four years to make this album, so wow, uh, it takes uh, some time. But, uh, uh, but we'll try to work faster this time. Yeah, <laughs> and it has really been a great uh, inspiration. Just people like you reaching out and uh, and because we've been kind of feeling like we've just been doing our thing in our bedrooms, uh, you know, <laughs> for so long, and it kind of feel like we've, uh, or at least I feel like we've finally had our debut with this album. Yeah, and like we're finally reaching people who 
really want to listen to her music. So I'm really excited to make some more music and just uh, getting out there. Of course, of course. I'm very excited to listen to the new stuff. Uh, not, I'm not tired of the, of the new album at all, but uh, if you guys present more new music, I'm definitely ready for it. And uh, if I can just help you guys share and spread the word, like I said, I'm a musician myself and I know how it feels whenever I, I, I you know, the work that we go through, writing, recording and promoting the whole thing. And then, you know, you have people uh, reaching out and liking it. And, you know, it's, it's a really good feeling. So if I can help in some way, I'm definitely going to do so. So just make sure if you guys release anything, just hit me up and uh, I'll be make sure to promote it. Um, and sure. And, and again, if whenever this whole thing ends, um, you guys are probably going to be in my top list of the bands I want to see live. So hopefully uh, that will happen yeah. sooner rather than later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'd love to come to Puerto Rico. And uh, if, it, if you can promise, promise like, uh, the weather is like it is now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. If you guys come, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you the beach and then we'll go and do oh, some sometimes. very Puerto Rican stuff. Oh. <laughs> That sounds really good. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> it's too cold here now. So yeah. Oh no! Uh, right now I'm like, uh, you know, I'm I'm trying to like chill, but it's really hot in here. Like I'm literally sweating. So that's how warm it is right now. Uh, uh, we're we're days away from being able to drive on lakes uh, over here. Oh, I'm I'm my nearest beach is about I would say 15 minutes. So it's everywhere. So. 2022, mirror in Puerto Rico, and then I'm going to make sure to show you around the place and bring you to the beach, all that stuff. Oh, looking <laughs> so wait. much forward to awesome. it. <laughs> Hopefully we'll be, able, we'll be able to make it happen. All right, awesome, guys. So uh, before we go, I want to give you guys a space. If you guys, who wants to, if you guys want to promote anything, uh, where can people find you guys in social media? Where can people buy your merch? I know you guys uh, just announced that your shirts are ready. So where can people get all of your music? Uh, the best place to look is at uh, our um, uh, record uh, labels um, page, charismarecords.no. Uh, and uh, please follow us on Facebook, on Instagram. Uh, and we're on Bandcamp. We're on we're everywhere. So <laughs> uh, it's maybe a little bit hard to Google our name, but uh, yeah, with little... Uh, yeah, if you Google me and then Playing House, you'll find it. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we'll... I'll have to look into the T-shirt thing. We'll... Uh, if, if you contact us on Facebook, we will, we will uh, answer everyone. So just reach out if you... If anyone has any questions or stuff. We're just sitting here in cold Norway and like to connect so yeah awesome awesome all right well thank you so much again thank you so much for accepting the invitation it's it was it's been a pleasure talking to you guys and hopefully we'll keep in touch and keep in contact absolutely yeah um again congratulations with the with the album it's uh one of the best things i've heard in a while i'm very impressed i'm obsessed like i've been saying all this time mm -hmm. and uh again i really thank you guys for for your music and for being here Thank you so much for having us. It's been a pleasure. Of course. So that was Mir. Now you're going to listen to Mir. This is She Goes from the album Playing House. And uh, 
again, follow the band, make sure that you see the notes, the episode notes, so where you can have all the information on their social media. And this is She Goes.
That was Mir with She Goes from the album Playing House. Make sure you visit the episode notes so you can check their social media and know where you can access their music and buy their merch. Now we go to Minnesota with Comatose and the great track Inside.
that was Comatose with the track Inside from their album Away Back, released this past January 22nd. Great band, great album. Love how catchy and atmospheric their music is. Make sure to check them out if you enjoyed that track Inside. Now, another one of my favorite albums of the year so far. This is Saren with When You Melt.
That was Saren with the track When You Melt from the album You Can't Go Back, released on February 5th through Relapse Records. Great record as well, a very interesting approach towards post-metal, extremely, extremely recommended. Now we have reached the end of the episode, but not without thanking you for listening. Make sure you follow Unsolicited Opinion Metal Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Also, check previous episodes where you can listen to really exciting interviews as well. Next episode, we'll have the band Dead Legacy from Mexico, so stay tuned for that. Now, for the last track of the episode, here is Blessed Black from Ohio. Awesome doomy track with a lot of beautiful melodies to satisfy all of your doom needs. The band is entering the studio this year to record their next full-length album, so check them out if you like the following track. This is La Brie by Blessed Black. Thank you for listening, take care, and have a good one.
Hey, what's up? This is Blake Wyland. I'm the host of the Tone Mob podcast. It's a show where I interview guitar people about guitar stuff. We talk about their pedals, their amps, their accessories, their preferences, all that stuff, as well as a healthy dose of whatever comes up. Topics have ranged from aliens to addiction and anywhere in between. Oh yeah, and pizza. We're definitely going to be talking about pizza. So get the show wherever you're listening to this podcast at. Just search The Tone Mob in your search bar and it will pop right up. Come join us. We're having a lot of fun. Thanks for checking it out.